U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 12 hours, 39 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 17 hours, 39 minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 12 hours, 39 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 17 hours, 39 minutes, 50 seconds. KBUT, the bus. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happens? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the It is December 17th, 2022, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. I got Jesse and two puppies. We're going to go to the vet in a little while. We'll get into that shortly here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey, Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Ooh. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, how's it going? The doggies are already chirping over there, so you might as well, we might as well go ahead and start it, get started, you know? I'm uh, using my chapstick over here, and I'm uh, looking at the, the top of it that has been slightly gently chewed by one of the two puppies, and I went to, I went to turn the bottom of it to, like, give myself some more chapstick, and there's no longer that little piece anymore. So I can't make it go up any higher. I hope they didn't swallow it. I don't know where it is. Well, well I actually woke up this morning um, with only one uh, AirPod in my ear. And I went to sleep with two AirPods in my ear. And yes, that's where it was. But for the first 30 minutes I was awake, I wasn't quite sure. Because I, you know, I'm not a morning person, and I don't know why I got up at 6 a.m. this morning. All on like my day off. I did, you, but I let you sleep. I got Where'd up. You? So you, I, it's not my fault that the dogs want to claw at your head and bury things yeah, in your doctor, head. The thing is, Doctor Weber's idea of letting you sleep is is doors slamming, coffee machines going on without closing the door coffee. behind you, so you don't actually hear the coffee beans oh, grinding. I about that. It's um, I'm a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> It's it's CNN coming on blasting. Okay, I had my AirPod, and then what happened is my AirPod died, and then it went straight to the sound bar that was at full blast from yeah, before so. I put my headphones in last night. I try, I do what I can. What is it? Nine forty-five. You know, we slept yeah, in pretty now. good. Now, that's true. The that's dogs have already been outside twice. Three times I took them out. Three, three times, people. The guys just came here, knock, knock, knock on the door. 
the um, yard guys and they fixed our gate so the dogs can escape because a uh, little little fat dodger he squeezed under the gate and took mr cody out with him to explore the christmas lights in front of the house the other day <laughs> well we're gonna take those guys to the vet here in a couple hours that'll be fun dodger's first vet appointment with us mm -hmm. um he he went with them but uh or the you know his family I know we did the um, doggy vet service that comes to you for the uh, for Dodgers, but I mean for uh, Cody's. But Dodger does seem more risky, like not as scared of everything. No. Um, Cody would have never escaped the gate by himself. Like no, he would have never gone anywhere. Oh no, no, no. Well, you no. can see like the door was open here in the area when then you were talking to uh -huh. the guys. Cody didn't leave at oh, all. No. Dodger dodged out uh -huh. and he's like hey what's going on out here and cody's like i'm gonna stay right mm -hmm. here and the one guy came up to him and cody ran back to me which is good that's what they say they want you to be they're like the they want the parents of the dogs you should be the most interesting thing so they always want to come back to you or whatever which yeah. is it's true well we'll take him to the vet and see what happens hopefully he's healthy he seems healthy a bit round a bit pudgy wudgy but i think he's just a, a shorter dog and we did shave that patch across the back of his um, back, which makes him, I think, look fatter because <laughs> his hair is, like, fluffier on the uh, side. I've heard that line. Does this haircut make me look fat? <laughs> no, you're fat. The haircut doesn't do anything. I love it. This is the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. Well, I know you were uh, hearing all these sounds this morning that I was making, but did you hear the smoke alarm chirping somewhere in this house? I have no idea where. There's a chirp. No. So, uh, at work, I had fire drill. <laughs> I did want to talk about that, too. Piercing. <laughs> How was the fire drill at work in the government office? How is it when a fire drill goes off? My, the funniest thing about fire drill is you said you guys didn't even leave. It was just like a... Well, I mean, it's just testing the alarm system. It's not... It's not, hey, evacuate the building. Let's, Why couldn't you do that on a day where people aren't working? Like, so here's the thing. Like so today. The, the city of North Las Vegas, uh -huh. they work four days a week. Oh. So we're the only office that goes in on Friday. Why? Oh, okay. So I, and, gotcha. it, and it's not done with intention. Obviously, they know we're in the building on Fridays. But gotcha. they're not going to be there. So fine. Let's have fire drills while, while you guys are in the, the building. <laughs> That's and, fine. I was on the verge of going home, but I put in my AirPods, I put on some Spotify, I put on my <laughs> nose cancellation. I was like, all right, I'm not answering phones. I'm listening to music and reading emails. <laughs> hey, you do what you can do in that kind of situation. I've never worked in a real office, like, ever. So, like, I don't know. I think I would be so annoyed working in an office, but you seem to like it, so. I have good coworkers. When you go back and forth, sometimes you're working from home doing... Because your job is uh, very flexible. You know, one year you might be doing one thing, one year you might be doing something else, but you're kind of doing all the same things. Just you're just so adaptable, so versatile. You know, was mm -hmm. that what does she? What does that lady say? We like uh, from that movies like the uh, the gays can do anything. What is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, God, what is it? Like what movie uh, was that? Well, it was like that. It was another Christmas movie. It was the gay Christmas movie that was popular last year. 
Uh, and it's the lady from White Lotus. Yeah, it's... Uh, we'll have to look it up. We'll pull up the clip Stifler's while we're taking mom. a break. Stifler's mom. mom. We'll pull up the clip later. I do love that thing. I want to get it on a shirt. It's like, I don't know. It's some, they're talking about like rehabbing HGTV and cooking. And and your mom said that one day. She said she's like, she's like I feel like I live in a HD, HGTV and food network. Because the gays just know how to do stuff. You know? I mean, they're survivors. For some reason, you're always obsessed with me. <laughs> I don't know why. I like it. <laughs> it is the holidays, so if you're doing a lot of cooking and uh, you want to know how to survive the holidays, we're going to go over that shortly. We'll be doing a little holiday list, how to get through the holidays, more stress-free. Be like the puppies over there. They're just having the greatest time. It makes me like just relax when I watch them playing so nicely together. I never thought I'd be so happy to have two puppies. I thought it might be more stressful than it is. <laughs> you seem to be enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Double the pee, but it's okay. Whatever. All right. You want to get into the, the top things that happened since we did the last show, Mr. Jesse? Let's roll. I get, this one top story is so weird. Um, I didn't talk about it at the last show, and I'm glad I didn't because it turned out to be such a not story, but we'll talk about that missing, not missing college student in Europe. Uh, this is the Dr. Everett Project. We'll be right back. I know you saw this story, uh, missing college student Kenny Deland Jr. went missing in France a day or two ago. This happened over the past 48 hours. Um, I really... I thought he was missing for two weeks. Well, yeah, I guess, but they, they just kind of became a story. So this guy's parents, this he's kind of blonde with a blonde beard. He's kind of interesting looking, which might be why it even made the news. Um, I guess the parents hadn't heard from this guy in two weeks. He's uh, studying abroad in France, like a lot of college kids do. But he just kind of went missing, and his uh, kind of like family he was living with said that he took his passport and his phone, and they hadn't heard from him. And so the parents are going all over the news and boohooing, and where's my son? Where's my son? And I, and I saw it, and I was like. I mean, he's a 20-year-old. It's two in, weeks. In Europe. In Europe. It's easy to travel to like, other countries. You're meeting new yeah. people every single day from all over the European continent. Maybe you met a girlfriend or boyfriend. boyfriend. You know, somebody went on Grinder and, you know, uh, you know or maybe Bumble. Bumble, Humble, Tinder, whatever. I don't know what all these. Uh, no, there's another one. Not Humble. Parisians meet. Hinder. There's one called Hinder or something. Hinge. It's called Hinge. Hinder Dodger. Dodger loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he recommends it two paws up. I might have to put something on so the dogs are not so. Uh, Alexa, play nature sounds. Maybe that'll help. But yeah, yeah let's so get back to I, talking I, I about this really kid. Get, I didn't really get into the story till they actually said, "Oh, this kid is found." I was like, "Yesterday, well, I, didn't, I didn't know he was missing for one." Right. But I found was he story. really missing? Yeah, but I found the story kind of similar to you. Is like, who? It's yeah. The parents are, are scared, but at the same time. People don't contact their parents for extended periods of time, especially yeah. when they're... I didn't talk to my mom for a year one time when she pissed me off. <laughs> but it was just like, 
And they're being so cagey when they were doing their interviews yesterday. It was like, oh, well, he just, he was like, dad, stop calling the news. I'm fine. And but the dad's like almost like crying because the parents well, probably thought it was like a hostel. They watched way too many my, hostel my movies. Thought that, he, was uh, dead. he didn't know that the investigation was going on until he watched the news and actually saw his face on the news saying that he was missing, which is the interesting part. Yeah, because he's probably not watching freaking uh, CNN or whatever while he's over there traveling. He's And if you're missing and doing something shady for two weeks, again, you're probably doing something shady, you know? Yeah. Who, he could have been on drugs. He could have been – he could have found, like I said, found a job. Who knows? He could have been doing anything. But the fact that he took his passport, that looks like that he planned to go, doesn't yeah, that look definitely. like to you? And like, obviously yeah, he know. did because he's perfectly fine. And he's and telling he, his parents to chill the hell out. I'm yeah, perfect. chill the hell out, Dad. <laughs> but that's the love, right? That's the love of parents. Which is understandable. Yeah, I it's mean, understandable. It's, I did have to get up and uh, tell Mr. Dodger yeah. to knock it the fuck off over there. <laughs> um, what about these tourists that are stuck at Machu Picchu, Jesse, in Peru? Like, we travel. We've been to Greece. You know, you were, you were just talking to a coworker recently at an event. You said the, She said she went to Santorini and Mykonos, and you were like, you know like hey it's kind of cool to be able, like hey i went there too you know i've you been to these the places world, yeah. we've been to spain we've been to france um you know i've gone missing in france for two weeks and i talked to my mom too <laughs> he's probably there's a lot of bathhouses in europe people a lot of bathhouses <laughs> but no machu picchu this does not look fun like th this looks scarier they should be more worried about these people than they were worried about this college student like these people are in peru not the stablest of places and like, they're just stuck in the tourist traps? Is that I, what I this is? I didn't hear about this story. I see it here, but I don't see any additional information on this. I, I hear the trains are stalled. All these protests are going on, and you can't get trains out. And Amer the American government's having to come in and try to help almost kind of rescue these people. And you see them. It's just like Asian people, German-looking people, Australian-looking people, American-looking people. Nice. Both, of my, both of my brothers have been to Peru and Machu Picchu. It's really, really gorgeous area to, to visit. Um, has some of the most um, historic sites you'll ever see on with this super high elevation. It's like you're in the clouds. Um, it's it's really a, a treasure trove <laughs> of, of historical stuff there. I would love to go there. Picchu. And so they, they always talk about that on Ancient Aliens. That's the only reason I know about it. But this says trains to Machu Picchu, the primary means of accessing it uh, for the World Heritage Site, were halted back on Tuesday. And according uh, to what I saw as of today, they're still having issues. So that's that, that would be scary, right? You can't – because you, when you travel like we do, you do. You count on those trains. You're like running to catch the train. One time I pushed you you're off a trolley. I was like, get off. We got to get off here. You're on, you're on a time schedule. Yeah, big time. Um, you want to move on to the next one? I think you could help me with this story. This sure. is more of a Jesse story. Um, do you want some time to, uh, to process it, or do you know all about Title, title 42? Nope, I Jesse, do this for a living. He'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. Yes, so overqualified. <laughs> All right, so Title 42, it looks like it's actually going to be lifted here this week. But before we even talk about that, could you tell me what Title 42 is? It's such a weird name. I think it confuses people. Well, Title 42 was put in place during the Trump administration during COVID. Um, and what it actually did was it 
since there wasn't people to process people during COVID and, you know, getting people exposed to, you know, the pandemic taking place, that there's this enforcement policy that allowed under the law now to literally take people out of the country, not allowing them to come in, uh, which completely goes against like what we usually do in terms of having people enter the country during asylum seeking or normal ways of immigrating to this mm-hmm. country. So the policy is ending, which which is kind of a little bit scary because there is a flood of people coming from not just Mexico. When people think of like the southern border and people coming into the country, they think about Mexico. Mm-hmm. But there's so m- many other social ec- and economic issues. Venezuela. And, and Haiti, Venezuela, uh, Cuba, um, Honduras. Honduras. There's, there's all these Columbia. countries are actually higher have higher migrants trying to cross the border now. And there's just this influx of people trying to cross the border now that Title 42 is ending and that they see this as their opportunity to actually come into the country. Um, but it's it's one of those issues where immigration hasn't been reformed in this country since the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those looming issues that continue to, to trouble not only the, the immigrant trying to come into this country, but also the border states that are having to deal with the influx of, of migrants trying to come into their state. And, and they're, they're, the resources that it takes to actually handle that, and I'm talking about you know NGOs, like nonprofits that well, also... Just the cities as well, you know, I mean... The cities themselves take on a lot of the brunt of of these people because people come in that are homeless. You have to put them somewhere. You have to figure out how you're going to house them, get them to school. Um, a lot of these people don't have warm clothing, things like that. But one of the biggest things that people I just think don't think about is these people, they come in, they can't even get a work permit. It's hard for them to get a job. So you have these people and then you're mad that they're living on your streets and things, but they, you don't want them to work. You don't want them to have a job. It just becomes this cycle of, of uh, nothing getting done and you people need to help themselves. And I think people come here thinking they're going to be able to help themselves. And then it's almost like a rude awakening that it's like, when I think doesn't it's, work it's, out. It's more of a problem because we have so many immigrants already in this country, uh, like dreamers and people that have, have been in this country for, for decades um, that don't have work visas that contribute that can contribute to our economic um, society in terms of generating taxes. Mm-hmm. I think there's billions of dollars. One study showed that is is lost in the U.S. economy because they're not able to to get you know the status of of being Americans mm-hmm. or having work visas to do the proper job that they need to do. So it's it becomes an issue at the border because there's this decade backlog of an issue that hasn't been dealt with on both sides. Well, I, I do think there needs to be something done, and there's so many jobs that people could do um, that aren't getting done that these workers could do. Not only to give them a job, but to help them support themselves so other people aren't having to. And I think that's what most people want. Most people want to be able to support themselves uh, for the most part and their families. And that's why they're coming here. And if given some opportunity, that would be, I think, better than the situation where you just have tent communities all over the place. So, um, But we have homeless Americans, you know, that are here, too. So if we can't fix it, homeless situation for our own people... 
we can't fix it for people that are coming here. So I think there's a mixed bag of problems. But let's talk about something funnier, Jesse. Let's uh, let's move on and talk about this uh, this Trump announcement because uh, I think it was pretty funny. This Trump Trump's major announcement that came out turned out to be some uh, digital playing cards, like NFTs or whatever. So I was one of those people that didn't really pay attention. Oh, to I knew it was gonna be something Trump stupid. But when I heard what he was actually announcing and I saw like the little infomercial, Way stupider than I was I thought. like, you know, you were a former president <laughs> of the United States. It's like a Pokemon card. And I was like, have you been hanging out with the MyPillow guy that much? You like starting your own infomercial? And it's like collect, collect these like you would collect oh baseball God. cards, but there actually is no physical mm. card. It's so you're buying online. an NFT playing cards. For ninety nine dollars. At first, I thought it was nine and cent, and then I saw the nine and dollars. I was like, "You out of your mind?" And it has, you know, Donald Trump with these Superman, Superman and look. Like there's he's one where he's an astronaut, and I guess a cowboy. Uh, here's a little clip. Let's see what this little clip talks about. Absolutely newsworthy. Other than another revelation of the constant mental turmoil that is Donald Trump's mind. <laughs> In the second month of the Trump presidency, we called in the psychiatrists on this program. That's right. After four weeks of the Trump presidency, what we were seeing was something far beyond the reach of the usual tools of political analysis. We were seeing a 21st century version of the madness of King George III. Here is what the first psychiatric discussion of Donald Trump sounded like on this program in February of 2017. If we could construct a psychiatric Frankenstein monster, we could not create a leader more dangerously mentally ill than Donald Trump. He's a paranoid, psychopathic narcissist who's divorced from reality and lashes out impulsively at his imagined enemies. He can't stand... Uh, okay, that's great, right? ...that uh, he doesn't want. <laughs> I know you don't enjoy that stuff as much as I do, but I just think it's... I, I know you see it as, like, so negative and the downfall of American society, but... I kind of see it more as like, hey, look at the silliness, people. Look at all the stupidness that's going on. Uh, identify it and call it out as what it is. It's some some bullshit. And the more the more you do, the quicker maybe he'll go away and all the silly people like let's, him. Let's actually hear what what the ad actually, you know, kind of. I can play sound, it if you want me to pull it up. I, I got it right here. You got it right. Okay. president of all time better than lincoln better than washington with an important announcement to make so what they're showing is a few images <laughs> of him as a cowboy sheriff him as in an astronaut just his face oh, him as i don't know they're maverick digital trading cards these cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career it's been very exciting this is when he's been an astronaut <laughs> When That's he, what they were saying on the when news. When he's been Superman. When was he a cowboy? And so the... Here, here's my favorite part. Autographing memorabilia and so much more. We're doing a lot right now. And remember, Christmas is coming. And this makes a great Christmas gift. Oh, my God. So... Well, Merry freaking so Christmas. Here, here's the thing, though. Um, you're... The former president. I'm not talking about a president from 20 years ago 
you might be hard up on cash because you know speaking engagements have dried up mm -hmm. you're literally the former president from two years ago and you're having an infomercial asking people to spend $99 mm. for mm. digital cards and win the opportunity Girl. to have dinner with you at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, what level are you willing to stoop like to? Michael Jordan how, doesn't even do but this. But also, how broke are you? He's broke. These legal fees and must scared. be racking up. They are. Because I feel like Donald Trump was not excited to do this commercial. You can tell. Well, he doesn't want to do any of this. Because he was reading, like... Uh, you, dinner with Trump. He's like, I guess some people would like that. Like he was even shocked how stupid it was that they were offering this this buy one card and you go put in a raffle to have dinner with Donald Trump. It was what it's a Merry low, Christmas it's that the lowest. Be. And I've seen some lows with Donald Trump. This is the lowest oh, yeah. I've ever seen. They say it keeps getting lower. Stupid. Like um, somebody was on the news. They, they were like asking a rhetorical question. They were like, Do you remember? when Donald Trump last had a good day. And they were like, I'll tell you, it was the day he tested negative for COVID finally after having COVID. And you know what? I, like, I wouldn't be surprised at this point now if I saw him pop up on a Geico commercial. You know I mean? The general. Like, or the general insurance. Not even Geico wouldn't even have him. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, he's once this does start to trickle down, that's where you're going to start seeing Donald Trump on like, this really, really bootleg kind of stuff, and he's gonna be lucky. If he, like my pillow guy can't even be sold in. I think Walmart won't even have him anymore and stuff like that. That's insane. Mm. Well, happy holidays, people. Get that NFT of Donald. Let's not. Want to take a little break? Let's go. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The Buck. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. Well, the holidays are here, Mr. Jesse, and if uh, you want to know how to survive the holidays, uh, we're going to tell you coming up because they can be stressful, right? Even when you only have puppies to take care of, it's stressful. You got to go buy gifts and you got to research to see what the best puppy gifts are that are cool and they'll actually play with and what they like and beds and clothes and just like having a baby. Silly. But so many other things can be stressful. Uh, we talked about our disaster of a Thanksgiving that turned out to be wonderful. I, I JK. It could have been a disaster with the different type of personalities, but you know, you got to roll with the punches sometimes and... This little list I thought was pretty funny. It was talking about how to reduce stress during the holidays, Jesse. How about, how about that? Everybody could use a little stress reduction. And uh, one of the top things I saw on here was plan ahead. And I think that's our lesson learned from uh, our Thanksgiving. 
plan ahead. So we have, what is our plan? We're going to make tamales, right? Yep. Tamales and ham. I don't know how that'll go it's together, bit, but it'll no, be fun. They, they go very well together, actually. Just kidding. I don't but care. But uh, the honey-baked ham is something we're buying. But the tamales is something my family has done my You keep talking life. about this, and I've known, I mean, well, we're married well, now, and I've yet to see these great tamale so, making that well, I hear of so though, often. So, you know, I grew up, we all grew up in Southern California. My grandma was there, and my cousins were there. Uh-huh. We used to all get together as a family, but some of my family moved to Florida. True, my grandma true. moved to it Texas. Happens. She passed away last year. So it's, and you know, my mom hates to cook. Yes, your mom does so, not come in the kitchen very often. <laughs> So this is something that it's been a family tradition that has been missing from my life for for quite a while now, um, but it, and it's not difficult. It's it's just time. Very it doesn't time look hard. Con- it's time consuming. You brought it, me one from Jack in a Box last oh, night was, to test. So Give here, me gas. So here, I kind of had a little tummy. Yeah, here's the funny gassy. My mom, who obviously I just said does not like to cook, comes back all excited. She's like <laughs> with this like aluminum foil wrapping. She's like, look, I brought you and Brian this. I'm like. What is it? I was like, is this a churro? I was she surprised. I thought it was then, a churro, too. And then I opened it up, and I was like, oh, it's a tamale. He's like, oh, where did you get this? Was, you know, a Mexican lady selling it somewhere? Did you did you go to a restaurant and get this? She's like, no, Del Taco's selling tamales. I'm like, oh, God, this is how low it's we've, we've gone. We're literally getting a traditional Mexican food that's, you know, made in someone's kitchen, and we're, we're going – it's like going to Taco Bell and, and getting a taco. I'm like, ooh, here's an authentic Mexican taco. It, it was, I just thought it was hilarious. I thought it was pretty good, though, and you told me the homemade ones are even better. But the whole thing with, like, the banana relief and all, it's, I just don't quite understand. But I, whatever, I'm going to go with it. I'm going it's with like, it. It's like that's how you cook it. I get it. I'm going with it. I I, I, I love unnecessary food things. But uh, number two on the list, don't be afraid to say no. If you don't want to do it, that's been my whole philosophy since COVID. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you don't want to make it turkey, make it duck. If you don't want to make it duck, don't make nothing. If you want to go out to eat, go out to eat. It's like pick what you want to do and do it, but don't do stuff just because other people want to do it. Like just because everybody makes green bean casserole or you think (laughs) – it's something I've learned recently. You know, Just because you think everybody makes a green bean casserole and stuffing and sweet potato, whatever, for Thanksgiving doesn't mean everybody does, and everybody doesn't. Your family came and they were like, what the fuck is this orange shit with marshmallows on top? No, it's gross. <laughs> Set realistic expectations. Well, here, You're not going to make everybody happy, right? That, um, you get to the age where you just do what you want to do. Yes. Like for me, me and you, we're, we're one of those people that we actually like appetizers. So when we'll go to a mm-hmm. restaurant, we might not necessarily get an entree. We'll get appetizers because that's kind of what we like to do. We like little finger foods. We like to share. So I And mean, we to try other things. Exactly. Try different things. Well, that's part of this too. It's like setting realistic expectations. Be able to like know what you want to do and be able to try different little things. Like you can't do everything. That's part of the problem I think is a lot of people just like think they're going to be able to do everything. I can do this and that. Like today we might go do ice skating or something. But it's like there's like four different places you go ice skating. You just got to pick, you know, one place you want to go and like go do it and – and we don't have to talk about everything for like ever and ever and ever. We're like, hey, let's go do this. We go do it. You know, allow yourself time to grieve. If you're upset about something, you don't want to deal with something. Hey, take some time away. Take an hour. Just because you're at your parents' house for a week or whatever doesn't mean you have to be with them and answering questions and talking about what they want to talk about every minute you're there. Uh, it's just not fair. 
but try to stay in the moment when you're actually doing those holiday things i noticed this jesse it's big for me like when i'm actually doing the holiday stuff i try to actually get in the mood stay in the moment enjoy it and not worry about other things that might be like bothering me like outside of what i'm doing at that current moment because it's easy to get taken out of the fun of something like right now you're are the dogs bothering you no i'm just watching what they're doing <laughs> see it's easy it's easy to get distracted isn't it very easy um laugh often because things will happen like when i uh made popcorn the other day to string popcorn and i was all excited about stringing popcorn and somebody came in and ate that popcorn that stale ass popcorn that been dropped all over the floor mm, could not have been good could not have been good but i laughed it off and moved right along didn't i did mr you, jesse did you laugh it off and move along i did you tried I to did. convince me it took you two hours to pop some popcorn because i didn't want to waste it so i kept like repopping the kernels you know how silly i am how silly Shoot. Uh, silly and cheap. Silly and cheap. <laughs> All right. This is the Doc Dever Project. Uh, we'll be right back. Mr. Jesse, you got me a new Bowflex for Christmas, and it came early, and that was really cool. I was pretty excited about that. Um, I, I can't wait to go put that together. I opened the box, and I wasn't sure that it had to be like put together. And when I uh, when I saw how many pieces yesterday, I just kind of like, eh, I'll take a little break and wait on that because. Come here, Mr. Dogs. You guys are barking way too much. I can't. We can't. I can't have them bark that much while I'm doing this. <laughs> There's way too much going on. Yeah, but the the Bowflex is it's kind of interesting because I saw the same thing because I thought it was just gonna be like the other Bowflex curls that we had where you just open up the box and it's it's, it's ready set to go. But um, but uh, this actually is very. You have to put it together. There's a lot of pieces. A lot of pieces. It takes a lot. Way more pieces than I thought it would be, and so it's gonna be like a workout, I think, just to actually put it together, <laughs> which is fine. I'll enjoy that. Um, since we're talking about the dogs, I wanted to play this video for you of uh, this girl. Um, this girl, she uh, dyed her dog green uh, to look like the Grinch, and people people are not people are not thinking it's as funny as as, uh, as I as I do. Um, and there's like a whole news article about you, it, so we can play it. You like a, a pride thing on Cody, on Odie before. Right? Oh, no, yeah. I, uh, I did like a rainbow on his side one time. Yeah, I've never seen the picture. <laughs> Me and Gentry. All right, let's see. Let's see what this lady says. Our house, so it's, I think our kids watch The Grinch like every night last year. Every member in the Spielman family likes Christmas a lot, but The Grinch, of course, does not. 
But this green and red creature from Freeport does. This is the first Christmas we've had with him. I was like, hey, can we turn Rizzo into the Grinch? And she was like, yep, I'll order the die. What started as a creative way to get Ashley Spielman's mini schnauzer Rizzo into the holiday spirit quickly gained attention across the globe. And he's a schnauzer, just like a Dodger. Video on TikTok after dying Rizzo to match the infamous Grinch. Now the video earns nearly one million likes. You don't really think like... Wow, it's going to blow wow, up. It's going to blow up and go on all these different news stations. While many adore the pup's Grinch getup, <laughs> it also sparked some controversy. People were saying, oh, well, he looks sad and... Well, he's a schnauzer. He's a schnauzer. Several people accuse Spielman and Rizzo's groomer of animal abuse, but both say the dog is quite happy, despite the stigma of being a Grinch. It is pet-safe hair color that is vegan, non-toxic. Instead, the two women focus on the positive impacts of the video. Of course it's vegan, people. Of course it is. Why don't we finish that Wednesday Adams show, Jesse? Yeah, oh, I, I, you want to go back to the I dog? I comment about the, the dog okay. thing. Sorry, I was going to move on. It took us, took us some time to get our dogs quiet over here. Now they're up on the couch relaxing, but you were uh, chewing on my chair over there, dog. My modern mid-century chair. How, how, how rude of you. <laughs> but, you know, my question is... Like, dye you green. So, so the issue is dyeing the dog's hair green, right? Mm -hmm. They said it's cruel and animal cruelty mm -hmm. but my question is when people take their dogs to the groomers and you know get them all these you know intricate haircuts and like make the them poodles look like and a poodle, stuff make them look like a, a little teddy bear i i've we've groomed our dogs and you know ourselves and they don't seem to enjoy it very well no is that not mean taking them to the groomers to get those is that child good haircuts is is dog abuse because yeah they're not happy and they're squirming around and they don't want to be there but at the same time i've also seen kids at the barber shop or getting squirming their around pierced. crying not wanting to yeah. be there but that does that mean you shouldn't get your kids a haircut because or you can't get a kid's ears pierced like anymore like uh, people some people say that's child abuse but i mean and, and, but silly. my thing is also is that i dogs knowing, love the attention knowing that i've had dogs and we take care of them to like they're literally children that people really do care about their animals oh, and yeah. the fact that so you're going out of your way to dye your dog green, to be a part you of got the money more to do part it. about the family, mm -hmm. to, to be, you know, an integral member of the of the family, that you probably really do love your animal. And I, I really doubt that they're doing something to to be cruel to the dog, you know what I mean? So mm -mm. I totally agree with you on that. That's just people that want to be haters. Like I used to tell you when I had Mr. Odie, the uh, Jack Russell before, these two guys, um, I never got his little balls snipped off because I thought I would keep his little... Are you trying to signal me something? Oh, you're just... Oh, oh, sorry. You're stretching your hand over there? I'm not used to being able to see you as much during the show, so... <laughs> I'm used to having a big monitor in my face, but I love being able to see your cute little face over there. Mwah. But Mr. Odie, I kept his little balls. I felt like I got my parts. You got your parts. You know, I felt Mr. Odie wanted to keep his little parts. But when he was younger, and I was living in the South, it's, probably, it's more a thing in the South that 
old people think they get to tell you what to do with your life and your animals and your children. So this, these old ladies would be like, oh, you know, I should do this, fix them. It's really better for them. They watch way too much Will of Fortune, Bob Barker, whatever. Keep it to yourself, you old bat. KBUT, the Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Doctor Whoever. Well, we finished the Wednesday Adams show, didn't we? We did. And we both stayed awake through the end. It was absolutely amazing. Because I, I was like. Did he stay awake? Did I stay awake? And then I was like, oh yeah, it ended really good and definitely set itself up for a sequel. Um, I thought it was great. I, I found out she's only like 20 years old, so she's it's like it's, a younger actress. It's one of the best Jenny, shows I've seen. Jenny uh, Ortega? Ortega. Ortega. It was one of the better shows I've seen. Um, and this article says Wednesday is Netflix's most popular series. But it's so depressing. <laughs> It's not depressing. That's what this article says, but it's like I think it's that kind of dark humor that people kind of want. You know, dark. It's the Adams family. Yeah, it's that's what they're supposed to be, and that's what they do. Um, Another show I watched on Netflix. This is one of the ones I watch after you go to sleep. Was called the Chestnut Man. Of course, it was about somebody murdering people in a European country. Those are my favorite ones to watch. (laughs) Are you trying to show me something? No, I'm looking up the. Rotten Tomatoes. For I'll look it Wednesday. up. Well, while you do that, I'm going to pull up this Avatar um, trailer for this Avatar 2. Because I, I didn't really enjoy the the first one, but all these re- some of these reviews are saying this is like not going to be that great. But you know people go see it. It's one of those things people will go see just to go see it. Um, I'm going to pull up the trailer and I'll play the, that while you... Uh, Look up the Rotten Tomatoes. How about that? So on Rotten Tomatoes, it only uh, surprisingly only seventy-two oh, percent for for Adam's Family Wednesday. Wednesday and eighty-six percent uh, audience score. So that's what, what they, I care about more. So what they said scores. is that Wednesday isn't exactly full of woe for viewers, <laughs> but without Jenny Ortega in the lead, the Adam's Family adjacent series might as well be another CW drama. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't this bad as CW. It's not that bad. God, no. No, no, no. But I could use more of like Uncle Fester. They could have fleshed it out a little more. I could have... They could have taken away some of the childish things. But I think we talked about it before. I think they kept in some of the childish things to even out some of the kind of really dark, you know, sinister, almost devilish kind of parts of it, um, in my opinion. Are you curious at all about this trailer? I am. All right, let's see. This is uh, this is three weeks ago. Let's see what this is. Why do you come to us? I just want to keep my family safe. Treat them as our brothers and sisters. Teach them our ways. Keep up for us, boy! If you want to live here, you have to ride. Let's do it.
Just breathe. Breathe. So December 16th, so that was yesterday. So it has been out already. Okay, so look up the Rotten Tomatoes of this. You got this one? What's the name of it? This is the Avatar The Way of Water. Because this article says it's dead in the water. I'm a warrior like you, I'm supposed to fight. So the same, 78 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. But a 94 audience score. Okay, so people do love it. That's people are gonna love it just because of the visuals and let's get it done. You just can't enjoy the visuals. I don't think um, you can't enjoy the visuals of a movie like this from like watching it on YouTube. You just can't. It just doesn't. It doesn't translate. What do you think? I agree. Like this is a movie that if I was gonna go see it, which I'm probably not going to, um, because it's just not something I care about. Uh, I would go see it in the movie theater, and I might pay for that IMAX thing and just just assume I'm going to have a headache afterwards. So sensitive. Just get you a bubble. I'm going to start calling you Bubble Boy. <laughs> My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm going to set your flag on fire. Talking about dinner, dinner, dinner. I go, I go on dinner. Are you ready to get in the new, new news, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. All right, let's get the new, new news. You need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Are you enjoying some of the new production we have? I, do. I forgot we even had that one. Well, it is not good news right now because everybody is sick right now. Everybody's sick. I've been sick. I feel like I've been sick for like two months. Um, I'm actually going to go see a doctor. And I haven't been to see a doctor. Like, last time I went to see a doctor was, you know, probably when I had some weird STD back when I was like 20 or something like that. <laughs> uh, but everybody's getting sick right now because for the past two years, social distancing has kept all those seasonal viruses at bay. But now we were out and about. We are kissing, we're spitting on each other, we're getting too close, we're riding subways, we're shaking hands, and it's it's causing us to have runny noses and watery eyes and all kinds of problems, right, Mr. Jesse? So you're always fine. It's always me, I know, it's just me. It's uh, not me, it's you. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> Alright, tell me about the GOP proposal and uh, for spending and what's going on in Washington right now. Is there going to be another, uh, is it going to be another year of a yearly government shutdown, or are they going to get it together? No, they, they extended uh, the budget for another week, uh, and they're still working on Omnibus that they will release on Monday or Tuesday. Mm, fascinating indeed. And I don't even know if we touched on that Herschel Walker lost. <laughs> and um, I asked for it, and of course I got it like way too late, but here it is. I said no, and that's what I mean. I said no, I, I said it's not correct, that's a lie. And that's what I mean, that's a lie. I don't have to use that as much anymore, but we'll keep it in our inventory. What do you think about that? And that's a lie. And that's a lie. We'll keep that in the inventory one day. We might need it. All right, what else have we got? Uh, I want to tell you about this scam. If, uh, if you plan to give out gift cards for Christmas, like I plan to, you might want to check this out because I've never heard of this scam. 
Um, it's very, very interesting. Uh, this is uh, according to the Global News. I think this is out of British Columbia somewhere in, somewhere in Canada. Um, I guess what they're doing is they're, people are buying the gift cards and they're copying the barcode and then they're going somehow back to a store and they're taping it on and then when you buy it you don't know that that barcode has already been copied or something it's crazy it's very very complicated okay let's see okay let's see let's see if i can like explain it so here's what it says so according to bureau some scammers are taking empty gift cards home reprinting their barcodes and sticking them on top of other gift cards at the store and when a customer picks the gift card up and loads it at the cash register they're actually loading and activating a gift card that the scammer has already at home for. or the information for mm-hmm. that's a lot of work but i mean work. scammers are going through a lot like there's some puppy scams out there we saw yeah but that's the thing like nobody wants to work this is they the people that are doing this probably are think of it almost as a job they like probably see it as like a job hmm. well speaking of getting jobs people and uh you know getting jobs not getting jobs uh gen z's and young millennials they are making the sales of the high fashion bags and merch just skyrocket because they be living at home with their parents <laughs> So, yeah, so Gen Z and young millennials have found a new way to afford luxury handbags and watches. And that's by living with mom and dad. So My sister did it as in, for a while. Yeah, as as know, inflation and the cost of living pushes young adults to move back with their parents, many are turning to Gucci, Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Vuitton. Uh, to lift their spirits. That's why that guy is the richest man in the world. Yeah. The guy that owns Louis Vuitton. Yeah, and a record number of young adults are living at home with their parents is driving uh, the growth of luxury goods in the U.S., um, and it's one of those things I think I'll, I've seen more people now maybe not buy you know Louis Vuitton or Gucci dresses or suits or something like that but they have a piece they have a piece that's what it they is now bag, people want to have a statement they, they have a wallet they is. have a card holder they might have but they might not have all of it like most uh, most belts you see are from Amazon or from some guy on the street because <laughs> you know but like I, but if you see somebody with a bag or they have a wallet and they're not trying to be a flashy about it that's probably their one nice item that they have mm-hmm. you know or maybe they have a few nice items they mix in with things but you don't see people usually just wearing like a Gucci tracksuit unless it's uh I don't know some stupid I don't know celebrity Kanye West or well because that machine gun Kelly like $5, or five thousand dollars some silly as I'm saying like you see that's what people wear on the Grammys like you don't really see people like wearing stuff like that now because it's usually from Forever 21, and it's just a giant Oreo print. <laughs> How about Denmark's largest bank having to pay America $2 billion after pleading guilty to defrauding U.S. banks? Pay us our money. Why don't they just use that to like deal with all the student loan problems? <laughs> and uh, this story was something that actually worried me just a little bit, Jesse, because... Um, I might be one. I might. I might possibly have a diet Coke uh, in my hand right now. This uh, popular sweetener has been linked to increased anxiety in generations of mice. <laughs> what do I? I don't even know. So, could, could, consuming these sweetened drinks really so be making you so feel a little bit more anxious? So, well, is that is that so true? Studies looking at the effects of a specific artificial sweetener, which is aspartame. Yeah, see, which one is uh, that? On, like on mice. But who well, is depends. that? Who owns that one? I, I, I I'm going to look it up while you read that. So, on mice, it suggests that the possibility is worth further investigation. 
And so, but you also have to think like, I think there was a study on artificial sweeteners maybe 10 to 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and it showed that it actually caused cancer in mice. But here's the thing though, when you, you really have to look at the dosage, they were giving mice, I think what a normal human would have to consume is pounds and pounds and pounds, pounds of, of artificial sugar to equate in order to, to what it was getting in a mice. They were giving Poor the little mice. mice. And so people automatically read this study and was like, oh, artificial sweetener causes cancer, which isn't the case. Mm-hmm. You know, I've taken a, a study of cancer course in college. Well, before we get any further, just so we know, yeah. aspartame is NutraSweet equal and something called can- Candra, which we don't use either we of those three. Equal. Oh, I don't use equal. See, I don't use anything but the yellow packet. Or the, not yellow. The Yeah, the yellow. The Splenda. I won't use anything but the Splenda or the green, the Truvia. Sometimes Stevia. Oh, you like, but the, I don't, ex- but that, you but, like, see, you like what, the Expensia stuff. Yes, yeah, the Expensia. But what bothers me is I don't know what's in this, like, right well, here. Google it. Oh, aspartame and Diet Coke right here. It is. There you go. It's the uh, carbonated water, caramel color, and then aspartame. That's the third ingredient. See, I should stop drinking these. I already have like enough problems. <laughs> I already have enough problems in my brain, Mr. Jesse. <laughs> Alright, uh, you wanna get into some food news, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. Alright, healthy is hard on the Doctor Ever project. We'll be right back with that. Another beautiful day. Did you lose it again? Honestly. Honestly, again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, give me another copy. Mm-hmm. What about you? Good All right, well, did you see this article I sent you about a Domino's driver that won't give the guy the pizza? Until he turns over a tip. Uh, I, I, I don't know what I would do in this situation. I, I think I would just say, just take your pizza back and I'm not paying for said pizza. Yeah. Like, this is why I don't order things. And like, and you don't, know what? I, don't, I don't order pizza. I don't do things like that because I don't want to deal with, I don't want to deal with any interaction so, of a so, person So here's like my that. thing. So I feel like companies are not paying their employees well enough. And so these expecting us, you know, to the do customers. It. I mean, the customers are having to front the bill of what employees aren't getting from their company. And I've told I told you about this. I don't mind giving people a tip, but if I, I want like, to, I feel like I'm going everywhere now. Anything I buy, God, yes. I go to Petco, I go to Starbucks, I go Ridiculous. anywhere. I pay for my said merchandise, and all of a sudden I get a screen back. How much tip do you want to give? Mm-hmm. I'm like, do what it. do you mean? Tip for what? I literally dragged my ass over here. I drove myself. I took it off the shelf, mm-hmm. took it to the counter myself. Mm-hmm. What, what am I tipping you for? I, I, did I sit somewhere? Did you bring Ridiculous. me something? I don't, I don't did I enjoy it. my meal as I didn't have to worry about getting my food or beverages? Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything. I think it's you actually did exactly keeping people, what I, I paid for. I think it's actually keeping people from going out into retail more than it is helping because like for me like i went to pick up food recently i remember for something and i just felt skeezy about it i feel like everybody was looking at me like i was like a delivery driver and it was just like like when i went there to pick up the food like they were kind of not prepared and 
because they were dealing with all the door drives DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff. So it was like, I don't know, like going to pick up food for myself was just a normal person. It just felt weird. And I hadn't like experienced that in a while. And another thing I noticed when we use the Walmart grocery delivery, like you only have to order $35 for them to deliver it for you for free, but you pay monthly for that to have for free. So it's not really for free. But then they're like, put in this like 20% automated tip. And I'm yeah. like, no, like, the most I do is $3, and that's if I'm getting bread and eggs. Like, I'm not paying $7 to tip on a... I'm shopping at Walmart for a reason. Like, I'm more likely to give... If I go pick the groceries up, like the other day I gave the guy a five. That's all I had. And I, you know, I was like, whatever. But, like, I'm more likely to do that because they're actually... But I guess they are taking them out of their car. But I feel like that's part of the delivery fee. They you know should what I'm be, They should be being paid a good wage... In order to do a service, which is picking stuff up, loading it, and unloading it onto someone's doorstep, they need to be paid fairly for doing that. And what we're paying for a monthly service through Walmart or whatever delivery service mm-hmm. we're paying for should be paying those drivers Better. all that money. All of that money oh, I agree. should go to those because they're still making a point of sale. Because it's a whole new Walmart, business category. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like, I would Cos- not be or shopping Co- or there. Or Costco is making the money oh, I'd from love the sale. Instacart. Now, we're not, it's, so, what's it called? Instacart? I do yeah. love that. Now that's like, like... I used to never shop at Walmart. Go out of my way not to shop at Walmart. Now I'm just be clicking. I, I've lost weight shopping at Walmart using the app. It saves me time. I'm more consistent. There's always things I need. I don't buy nonsense that I don't need. I don't. I'd already say I don't waste time because <laughs> it's like the biggest thing. It's like I don't have to. Like I don't have to go anywhere and like I can literally go in and type sugar free and it shows me all the sugar free items. What? What's the last time you started the engine on your car? Oh. Well, I actually thought I was going to have to go somewhere this coming Sunday. So the probably last time – no, last time I started the engine on my car was when you took me to the bank because you forced me to uh, put my name on our joint checking account because I still have the checkbook in my bag. <laughs> I was And I was supposed to work tomorrow, but I got a call from, our, um, from um, the agency, and one of our account reps informed me that the Raiders game has been pushed back. So our, uh, I'm drinking a Diet Coke right now, but the other one, the Pepsi, <laughs> who I'd be working for right now, doing some uh, production, uh, it's just canceled. But I'm getting paid anyway. I got to go there to do a quick little thing for maybe 10 minutes, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I get paid for the whole thing. But, I mean, whatever. I try. I, I, you know, I still be getting paid. But my point is you need to start your engine. Oh, is that what your whole point was that? <laughs> oh, uh-huh, I don't know. Is that, just go. We'll go for a ride one day and take the uh, – well, maybe we'll take my car when we take the dogs to the vet. Okay. Let's do that. We don't need – oh, did we even talk about how you got a new car? Uh, I don't think so. Do you want to say what kind of new car you got? You don't have to if you don't want to. We got matching We got matching Audis. Matching Audis. His and his a, Audis. A5 and A3. Q3. Q3. Q3, A5. It, it. it drives like butter. I've never been happy. Like, so here's the thing. So you guys all know, if you've been listening to the podcast, that, you know, my brother crashed my Prius. Smash. Perfectly happy with this Prius. Paid off. You loved the Prius. It was, it was a great car. I was, I was loved it. I was interested in waiting for the new redesigned Prius because it looks kind of cool. Um, but, you know, went out, found this Audi, fell in love with it. 
and it drives amazing. I've so never, smooth. and I had it yesterday. I, when I drove to work, I put it in dynamic mode, and the steering wheel almost stiffens up a little bit. Oh, and you got little paddles you can use. Your shifting paddles. I haven't used those. Yeah, and it drives amazing. I'm not cool enough for that. I I I love the cars. And it's an SUV. I don't normally like SUVs because it's I like a sports car. It's kind of high, but it, it rides low. Yeah. Uh, but the only, when the you only sit thing... in the back, you sit up high so you can see out the whole panoramic sunroof, and it's yeah. like it's like a Nissan Xterra. How it sits yeah. up the, in the only back. the only thing I do want to change that I don't like on the car is is the rims. Not really a fan of the rims, but all that's right. something I'll upgrade later. What's up, Billy? Looking all shiny, riding dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about uh, what food items? Americans ordered the most, Mr. Jesse, on Grubhub. How about that? Let's go. All right, let's see what we got. We'll be right back. The Doctor Whoever Project, safer than an x-ray, yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Whoever. So, um, what do we got on this list? Like, this doesn't surprise me. When's the last time we ordered Grubhub? Was it that, that time at the so, casino when it didn't come? So, here's the thing. We've tried multiple times to use Grubhub. <laughs> it sucks. I, and we might have used a different delivery service also, but I have never had a good experience with using it. Either I've ordered it, and end up starving because I wait hours to try and get my food. Where is my food? Well, we might have got it one time, and it was cold by the time it came. Um, but let's, which is interesting because this list of America's most ordered dishes for Grubhub, and this is something that younger people use. Yes, and this is Mostly also younger people. as you know, a person that studies you know the shifting of demographics. This shows you what the younger consumer actually oh, looks yeah. like. So the number one thing ordered on Grubhub. Is a burrito, burrito a of bowl different kinds. Or this could be Chipotle. This yes. could be you know Baja Fresh. This could be anything. Mm-hmm. But the burrito, where it shows that there's an increasing you know appetite for Mexican food, or there's an increasing amount of Latinos purchasing food using Grubhub. Uh, number two, which is the classic, your favorite, a cheeseburger. I do love a cheeseburger. Number three, which is interesting because I don't know why you would use Grubhub to order pizza because most pizza places deliver, but pizza is number three. Well, I number think that's the thing. Pizza places are using Grubhub now. And okay. like, and if you want to be a pizza delivery driver, I think you go to Grubhub. And number four is Pad Thai. Which is delicious. Number five is the chicken quesadilla. Number six is is a California roll. Uh, Number seven, another one of your favorites, fried chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. Number eight is the healthy ones. They got a Caesar salad dressing on the side. Uh, Chicken uh, tiaki masala and boneless wings. Mm. Mm. So those all sound good, you know. Yeah, all sound absolutely delicious. But you know where uh, you know where you can get one of them cheeseburgers from is. The Wendy's, Jesse, but I be boycotting Wendy's because last time they were there, they pissed me off. Well, the, the Frosty Machine cannot be broken that often, people. It just cannot be. Um, but Wendy's, in this study, has been shown to be the most expensive fast food chain. Oh. I don't think Dave Thomas would be very happy with that, no, do you? And I've always said that when we've got food there. It's like, it's a little pricey, isn't it? But see, I used to always get it off like the dollar menu or the 99-cent menu they used to have. So I never actually, but then they I think got rid of that. So you could you could used to eat cheap there because there there was like a Taco Bell, not Taco Bell. There was a Taco Bell too. There was a Wendy's fairly close to me in San Diego, and I would swing by it because it had a good drive-through and it was just like a convenient spot if I needed to get a quick something. But um, 
I really don't eat a lot of fast food anymore. Really, I really don't. No, we haven't. But um, Wendy's we had, being the top some, one kind of surprises we've me, had right? Some really bad experiences getting food. Oh yeah. This says uh, I think Wendy's Burger King was the last drive-through we tried to go through. And we and, had that horrible experience. Oh, and funny enough, this year Wendy's overtook Burger King as the most expensive fast food chain. So Burger King was most expensive, and I would say Burger King is the most unknown like least popular no i've had a lot of Burger really in california yeah. really i guess maybe it's one of the places i've mm. ate more that and when and carl's jr well the average price of an item is six dollars and 66 cents it's a lot for fast food see that's why people are poor but, but here's that's, the thing that's, though, that's, like, that's why people are so poor and don't want can't save money because like people are spending seven dollars plus tax for a meal and if most people if that's the average most people are probably spending like ten dollars and then they're like, "Oh, I can't afford groceries because you had to have, yeah, because you had to biggie size it, girl." Mm-hmm. And then you're biggie sizing yourself. That's the problem, you know. Speaking about biggie sizing yourself, so Taco Bell is actually testing two new Mexican pizza varieties. Mm-hmm. So Taco like Bell is spinning up next varieties of its popular Mexican pizza. The chain has revealed that it's testing two new types of the beloved menu item, and they hopefully it'll be out by May. Mm. What are your thoughts on two new Mexican pizzas? That's one of your favorites, right? I do like the Mexican pizza, and um, the one that I saw listed was like a uh, spicy one, I believe, and then like a triple crunch Mexican pizza. So I'm curious, like, what are they going to do? Like, have like a layer? There'll be like a layer in the middle. So it's like the Mexican pizza, then maybe a meat layer, and then like a chip layer. It looks like a three-layer. Like, that one so, I could go for, and it's only going to cost five ninety nine. That's okay. less than fucking Wendy's. <laughs> And the funny part is, in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the chain will sell a jalapeno Mexican pizza that is described in a press release as cheesier and spicier. This I, didn't, is, I didn't know the demand in Oklahoma Oma, for right? Mexican pizza was, was that high. The cheesy jalapeno Mexican pizza. Um, this says these things will both be on sale in the beginning of December 22nd, but maybe only in those in areas. Yes, yes. So the other market is Omaha, Nebraska. Customers can try a triple crunch Mexican pizza, which has three layers instead of two. Oh, that's the one I just saw the picture of. It's the, so Taco Bell said it's more of them to love with the extra layer. That's what you need. I'm going to be more of you to love after you eat all this stuff. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about emergency restaurants for the holidays, Jesse. I feel like somebody removed my list sound effect or I just moved it where I can't find it because I couldn't find it earlier either. But that's okay because we're going to do a quick little list, Jesse, because sometimes you have emergencies um, like we did on a holiday and uh, you still need to uh, feed your family. So these are the places that will be open on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day this year. What do we got? Benihana, family friendly. Benihana, always fun. The Bonefish Bone Grill. Grill. All right. What else? Chili's, Cracker Barrel, Boston Market, Dunkin' Donuts. Is is Dunkin' Donuts really open? They're always open. There's a location on the strip we've tried to go to. I don't know how many times. It is that is never, never open. open at the link. I don't think that place ever, literally ever opens. And I don't even understand it. It's such a weird little location. It throws me off. What is Men Men Gen, Men Ganello? Is, is that that Italian, Italian place you said? Yeah. Have I been? Oh, you know it's also going to be. You you have not. Where? I, I haven't been. That's right. But yeah. you have been to the Olive Garden. Olive Garden and the Outback. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what was that comedian that did that really funny Olive Garden comedy special? That was a really funny comedian. Really we should watch that again. We'll keep that. Ruth's Chris, the weirdest name for restaurant ever. And, of course, Starbucks if you're really in a pinch. So uh, those are your restaurants. For your emergency cuisine needs, come Christmas. Happy holidays. Since we're talking about the holidays and everything, uh, I want to tell you about a, uh, a little scam that went on involving a church in Florida, Jesse. Oh, no. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Whoever. Fear not. This is the Dr. Whoever Project. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. Why can't I worship the Lord in my own way? By praying like hell on my you know, deathbed. You know, everyone. They can kill you inside. And it involves Relax. everything. Those pious morons are too everything busy talking to their phony baloney God. Just watch an incredible night unfold before you, but... How you doing? Peace just be with happen you. and Please not participate, Jesus. but I'm believing that every one of us will <laughs> lean in, press in towards God, and bless all <laughs> Well, uh, in Florida, a pastor and his son were arrested on charges of fraudulently obtaining more than $8 million in federal COVID relief funds. And um, uh, they were attempting to use the money to buy a luxury home for themselves, uh, of course, near Walt Disney World, the most magical place. <laughs> I love stories like this. So they claimed they had all these employees and that they needed all this PPP loans. And um, I guess he claimed he had 486 employees and a monthly payroll of $2.7 million. Now the word of God dwells within everyone. Yes. Jesus. But they are, they're in trouble and they are probably going to jail. Right, Mr. Jesse? Yep, so the Florida police pulled over the family. It's a Mercedes SUV later that evening. They were speeding on I North. I wonder how they got that Mercedes SUV. According to police report, federal agents arrived at the scene and found bags of shredded documents in the vehicle, as well as a suitcase full of financial records and their electronic devices, stuffed to in so called Friday bags, which block radio frequencies to keep them from being tracked. Oh my goodness! It's like a movie. This is that's like the Righteous Gemstones on HBO. That was a great show. And like, um, when you see that show, like some people might think it's so funny, but being from the South, North Carolina, like that's kind of what I grew up seeing things like that and people people actually making it seem like it was real and all this speaking in tongues and giving all your money to this phony baloney man telling you about some person in the sky with golden gates and pearly streets or maybe i got that backwards i don't know but let's talk about some money mr jesse and doctor whoever let's go so I like to save money every now and then and uh <laughs> Well, I do like to save money on certain things, you know, like if I think I could get something cheaper, you know, so like we uh, we were working on some handles at the house and uh, I, I was like, you know, I can do this at cheap. So we bought some like silver handles. I got some spray paint and all and it's turned into this like, you know, forever long project. Um, but 
I kind of figured out yesterday what the problem was. It's that the screws are so fucking cheap because they're made in China that I had to order some new screws. But long story short is, the moral of the story, sometimes when you try to be too cheap, you end up spending more money mm-hmm. to try to make your cheapness look good than if you just you want to spend like, more money in like the first place. people that don't really travel that much and buy airline tickets on like Frontier for super cheap. Oh, yeah. And then right. they get to go to the, air, the airport. You like to check, pick a seat. And check in their bag and like, oh, that's $80 this way. And if you want to bring your bag back, that's $80 this way. You like to take and a then bag. You, and then you're in some cramped little seat with bad service and you realize, oh, I could have just flown United or someone, some some airline that was nicer that had you know carry on included in the price for the same mm-hmm. amount of money. Lessons learned, people. Lessons learned. Well, I know you know about this. This is something um, we kind of have here around us in Las Vegas. A Amazon kind of shipping and receiving warehouse, not just for Amazon, but for different distributors that get um, returned merchandise. And um, this story on CNBC is uh, all about a side hustle that some millennials are doing where they go and they buy your returns and they turn around and they sell them on Amazon or Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or wherever, and they make like double their money. That's a pretty cool little side so hustle, there's right? A couple of liquidation places here in Vegas. I was actually on one. one did, you never Nellis. bought anything, did you, from one? Yeah, I bought a bike. Oh, you did buy a bike. Okay, I couldn't remember. I was trying to remember if you bought something or not. You got a really good deal on a bike, right? Yep. It was like somebody had returned it or actually, whatever. It was. I actually was on the site a couple days ago and I almost purchased our coffee maker so it was an auction so you, you the know, same coffee maker we have same one we have oh, fancy it was the the highest bit at the time was like 250 dollars oh it's a but, auction so yeah but most of the time there's only a limited amount of people on this auction because if you really think about it it's based on geographical because you have to physically pick up the items you mm. can't and you have they're not going deli- to deliver it to you so you're literally only competing with people in the surrounding area for these items and the you know and how many people want that particular item at the time as well so you sure. actually have a fairly you know decent chance of getting the item you really want at a very discounted price especially if you have the ability to to turn it around and sell it and that's the key i guess having somewhere to keep it or knowing you can sell it but if you're buying things that are I guess that in demand, oh, it just seems like one of those things that there's a lot of risk, but um, they say that they buy pallets for like $500 and turn around and sell them for 2000 so that mm-hmm. seems like a pretty good deal, you know? And then uh, another side hustle I saw, Jesse, was um, millennials are buying up old schools, like high schools, middle schools, and turning them into apartment buildings. And not only is that a great opportunity for investment, doesn't that sound like a good opportunity for homeless housing and things like that that we have needs for all over the place? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, speaking of homeless, there's a lot of that here in Las Vegas, but um, I hear that they're working on that. They should declare a state of emergency on the homelessness here, too. It's not bad where we live at all, but in the other areas, it's rough, right? It is. It mm. is pretty bad. Well, look out, Las Vegas. We're going to hit that news when we get right back. We'll skip to that. Stand clear. There will be glitter. So this is a uh, Las Vegas slash LGBT story because this uh, Las Vegas doctor here locally, I guess he's one of the one of the only world-renowned like gender reassignment surgeons or whatever. Um, who would know that we had that uh, here 
in our state. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, so here in Las Vegas, the doctor of trailblazing and gender reassignment surgery. Um, the whole article talks about how people normally have to go to like bigger cities, San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York. Um, but let's see, what's his name? What's his name? They call it gender affirming surgery. Dr. John Brosius. Brosius. Thank you so much. It's my best friend's last name. Oh, is it really? Huh. Well, uh, he is certified gender and reconstruction surgeon in Las Vegas and has become the first in the state to perform those gender affirming genital surgeries. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? I didn't know that. And then let's go back to the Las Vegas news since I uh, talked about that and I teased it and I didn't get to it, Jesse. So it looks like the Las Vegas schools uh, got an F in funding in all the areas out of all the schools and all the states in the country. That's not good for us here, is it? That means that we don't know how to fund the school, or that means we're getting the least amount of money per student? What does this mean exactly? Yeah, so Nevada hasn't been really well in, in terms of their scores, uh, you know, kids how they perform, but this report actually is going a little bit deeper into how much funding that each individual student receives. Mm -hmm. So based on, you know, what they what they were able to reveal, especially during COVID, a lot of these issues were brought to the surface that the average student here in Nevada is underfunded compared to other students, other students in other states. It says that Nevada is ranked 47th in the country for per pupil funding and funds its students at $4,370 less per student than the national average. Yeah. So each student is getting $4,000 less than each other student and on average, average of uh, every other state. Yeah. That sounds horrible, right? Wyoming, which funds students at $4,100. Wow. That's crazy. In New York, each student gets 11000 Mm, well, they need to fix that. That's why That's why people don't want to stay and live here, you know, I think. I, I think it has a lot to do with it. What do you think? I mean, the education system is a huge issue. When you when you think about bringing families here or, you know, want to educate your kids, when the education system is ranked so low, it makes you reconsider, Staying. do you want to stay? You might move here when you're younger, but then it's like, oh, you hear all these horror stories and stuff, and you're like, hey, especially if you can't afford like private school and you know that's what your options are that is i mean that is really bad it's almost like a self-fulfilling negative prophecy that they got going well, on there. and there's a budget surplus in the state right now from all the american rescue plan money uh so that's where they need to reallocate a lot of that money to hmm. hmm. well we'll keep it checked on that you know the first step is pointing it out right mr jesse yes sir you want to zip through the rest of the news yes please all right let's yes, go sir, honey. it happened on one of them zippity-doo-dah days now that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right Did you hear about this guy on Ellen? I never really watched Ellen too much because it's way too uh, happy and cheerful and bubbly for me, but I've seen clips and stuff. But the DJ guy that would dance, and I, I have to say, okay, you know, like, I haven't really seen it much. I guess he died? Well, I used to follow, you know, dance more, like, the mm -hmm. people dance. Well, you are from L.A. He's, he's a big dancer, choreographer, and he made his big break on So You Think You Could Dance. Oh, okay. And also became a DJ 
uh, for Ellen. He was in-house DJ Twitch um, and was a great asset to the show. And, you know, now that the show is coming to an end, you know, they had a lot of season finales. Oh, that's right. They're done. Um, but, yeah, Twitch actually committed suicide. He committed suicide? He committed suicide. He's dealing with some mental health issues. Oh, my goodness. Um, he was only 40 years old. Um, a lot of celebrities have come out, you know, J-Lo, to Ellen DeGeneres. They've all, you know, worked with him hmm. over the years. And it's 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 sad because a young person who seems to be very successful um, has a family, has some kids. You never know what's going on with people. You, you know, know? unexpectedly took his life. Is it like that? I don't know. Who knows what the notes said? I guess somebody does. People, if they'll ever release that or not. I mean, is it you just that's the top? You never think you're never going to go any higher. But I mean, you run Ellen DeGeneres' show. Like, you would think you could take that and go even further if well, you I think, wanted to. I think to, it's or, deeper than like career trajectory. Mental or problems like in general. Yeah. And I think everybody thinks like once you're a celebrity, all your problems are solved. But I think it only further exacerbates what issues you're going through or what, what you're dealing with. And. You know, hopefully, more eyeballs people, on it you. gives you more uh, resources to get help, but that isn't always the case. Or and if you're pretending like you're happy all the time and that's your job, like if I had to come on here and pretend like I was happy and you know thrilled every day about everything that's going on, I would not be. That would not make me happy. <laughs> I like to come on here and complain and get all angry and you know talk shit about people and stuff. That's what I want to do. Um, so like, maybe he wasn't as happy. As he seemed on these shows and, you know, that weighed on him or something. I don't know. Who knows? You never know what people, you never know what dark demons people have. It's, you think you see people on TV and you know them, but the problem is those people you see on TV are just like you. They're just being fake on TV, just like you're fake on social media, portraying an image that they think they need to show to the world. But that's really usually not who they are. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, take a little break. Yeah, let's come back with the next story. You need a dose of reality stat. Never fear. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. New episodes weekly at Doctor Whoever. This should make everybody happy. Apple has finally set a deadline to make all these goddamn chargers the same. Like right in front of me, I have... A C charger in this laptop over here, a weird magnetic charger in this other laptop over here that sends the video, and then I have like the I don't even know what was that the lightning cable that goes to this to this phone that I have my flipboard on. It's just nonsense. So here's ridiculous, Apple. Ridiculous. So this is the European Union. So hopefully Mm -hmm. Apple will. No, they will make it everywhere. It's gonna be global. They will. I think it said something like December, whatever. I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're doing it eventually. But that's the thing. Like, it doesn't really matter when they decide. It's going to be more about when you yourself kind of cycle into that new device. Because I'm still going to have to, as long as I keep this phone, I'm still going to have to use this kind of a charger until I get the type of phone that you have, right? Because you have a C, and that's the one they're st- switching to. The and it's Cs. one of those things. So, like, my coworker was like, oh, who has a USB-C charger you know, and want to charge your Android phone and like, oh no, we all have Apple phones and like, it's this whole thing of like. But USB C is an Apple phone now. Yeah, but it's not for this. Oh. It's the USB C goes into the charging uh, port. Yeah, no, the other end. Put oh. the lightning cable into this. But I think they're going to all these. Yeah, but here's now. the thing, okay, though. Gotcha. You need to have a two-sided USB C. Yeah, that's right. I got one of those the other day. Yeah, I ended up getting like a double, de- double 
dildo sided cord and one end of the cord was a C and the other was a lightning. I didn't yeah. know what to do with that. Well, be, there is the <laughs> charger you get from this. Apple is for it, the USB-C goes into the charging cable thing and then the, the lightning goes into your iPhone. Mm. But if you have an iPad, you need a double-sided USB-C <laughs> because it charges, uh, goes into that, but the iPad takes a USB-C. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So if you're taking, and then, I don't know, it's, it's a lot. It's it is a lot. a lot. It is a lot, Apple. That's why they're fixing it. All right. Well, what else are we talking about? Let's feel about fixing our eyeballs, Mr. Jesse. You and I both have contacts. We wear contacts. I've had contacts since I was like, I don't know, since I was like in first grade or something, a long time. Um, people have always asked me, you know, some of those other nosy people from the South I was telling you about before. Monty get LASIK surgery. You know why? Because FDA warns that LASIK surgery patients need to be better informed due to the risks and that's what i'm always saying like i don't know about some of these lasik eye surgery places you see like advertised on the radio and stuff yeah and i would like, never go get my no. eye surgery off a of groupon no that's just not happening. no so if that's if that's how i have to get it done i ain't getting it done you know i'll just wear my my contacts people um how about we uh can you give me a little can you give me a little tickety talk update bill haley and his comments one, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. So, uh, there's a ban on TikTok for government devices. What's going on with TikTok? So, so, I'm not sure if you guys all know, but TikTok is owned by by China. I thought Chinese, they Chinese got bought company. by an American company or something. China still has proprietary rights gotcha. over it. So, so China Senate, still kind of owns it, so but the, American yeah, so company owns part of it. Okay. Legislation passed on Wednesday to ban TikTok from government devices. Oh. So it's not saying personal devices, but government devices, and a more designed to limit perceived information and security risk streamed from the social media app. And the vote by unanimous consent approved the No TikTok on Government Devices Act, a bill authorized by a Republican, John A. Uh, Hawley. So, oh, that guy. I, I kind of agree with it because yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, when you, when, not a you good idea. when you download an app, it says you know you give them access to your photos, you give them access oh, to yeah. your microphone, a- to your location, everything. and being a government device, I think it's it's a good idea not to have a foreign, you know country who we constantly have issues with it's like giving russia proprietary rights over a government agency's phone it's oh, yeah it makes sense i agree i totally agree mr jesse um i don't really i actually have it on my phone but i don't really even go on it very often i just i don't know i might actually delete it i don't i really don't I, to be honest the reason so i haven't what, deleted it because it mess up my organization on my home page so here's the thing though they some people <laughs> so have said you it. can't just delete it if you delete it the the it's they still have access well, to your stuff. You might as well just keep it. There so at that people point. are saying you actually almost need to get a new iPhone. You might as well just yeah. Well yeah, when you delete it, then get a new iPhone when the next iPhone comes out. That's today. Apple will love that. A new reason to get an iPhone, people. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Hey, you over there! Don't pick at it. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. What is going on with Starbucks, Mister Jesse? They're protesting. They're trying to unionize Starbucks. Looks like we got a hundred stores that are going to go on strike. More than one thousand baristas. I'm glad we got that professional cappuccino machine in there. <laughs> hey, if, if 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 you're a coffee drinker, get yourself one of those Phillips 
uh, coffee machines, it makes the lattes and the cappuccinos. You just press a button, um, you know, wait for Black Friday or something, get a good deal because mm, it's it saves you money, save you time, it just smells good. You're I walk start, out you're there, starting to, you're mm. starting to sound like Rover now. Oh no, so just so just purchase an $800 coffee machine. Don't call me that, don't call yeah. me a Rover. So it's like, <laughs> why, why don't you guys just get a Tesla? I don't know why you're driving these gas powered cars because it's expensive. I'm matching Audis. This is why people don't have it. You're you're out of touch with the American people that are listening to your show. Jeez. Uh, okay, go support Starbucks. Go support those so, workers. So let's people. talk about why they're going on. Can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. You just talked about they're you're going on strike. So Starbucks workers around the U.S. are planning a three-day strike as part of an effort to unionize Starbucks around the country, uh, which is something that has really gained a lot of momentum bernie sanders was really big about you know pushing momentum for starbucks workers unionize get a better wage get some fair time off so this is something that's actually happening here in vegas also it looks like they uh protested and did something similar on november 17th and at 110 starbucks stores um in effort to disrupt the red cup day that we talked about, I guess. But see, I just don't go into a Starbucks that often to, w- so, to be so able to Starbucks notice this. Starbucks opposes unionization efforts, saying that the company functions better when it works directly with the employees. But the company said last month that it respects employees' lawful right to protest. This says more than 264 of Starbucks' 9,000 company-run U.S. stores have voted to unionize since late last year. Yeah, and so workers... It's a growing list. So the Workers United notes that Starbucks recently closed the first store to unionize in Seattle. Mm. The company's hometown Starbucks has said that the store was closed for safety reasons. Hmm. Well, people are not going to like that, I don't think. I think we're coming to more of a... Uh, society where people understand that even if you are just giving me a coffee, that's a job that is just as important as somebody that's checking you out of the grocery store. But like you said, I don't tip my grocery store checkout person, so why should I tip and, my Starbucks person too? And I think that's too? why it's so it's imperative to to have these workers unionize so they can actually collectively bargain mm-hmm. for better wages. They should instead of passing the buck on to, to the, the American consumer. consumer. Because and then what? you don't have enough I, money to spend on I, your other. I, I make coffee at home. I buy we buy all the bells and whistles. We love coffee. Mm-hmm. It costs us maybe. 50 cents, if so that. We paid for that coffee it, make, machine easily. To make a cup of coffee. And I know oh, Starbucks yeah. is mass buying all this stuff. So, and they're charging people six, seven, eight dollars for a cup of coffee. You have the money to pay your workers more money than what you're paying them. If That's you, just the case. If, if you buy coffee for six dollars every day, you're spending like $120 a month to $150 a month. Like, you save that up for two or three months, you got your fancy yeah, espresso most, machine. Most people aren't going to cost uh, to Starbucks on a regular basis. Yes, like they that. are. Oh, yes, they are. You you misunderstand, Jesse. They are. All right, let's talk about how you can recycle and be a better coffee consumer for the world, Mr. Jesse. What up, world? It's your boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, to be more specific, uh, I'm a human. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us earthlings out there, just wanted to say. Well, uh, Keurig, owned by Dr. Pepper and 7-Up Group, uh, does not love the earth, apparently, because uh, they claimed that their little 
Keurig cups recyclable, but it looks like they're having to pay $10 million settlement because that was not entirely factual, it seems like. Um, I could have told people that. Like, how many times have you seen me pick up flyers or something at work and, like, been like, oh, look at this lovely glossy colored non-recyclable paper here that nobody's going to use and we're going to have to throw away like so much of this crap so is just bad for so the environment 64.6 million coffee pods are used every single day mm. and according to consumer reports uh why k-cups are technically recyclable it requires you to peel off the foil top remove the coffee grounds Who's gonna do and that? rinse out the pod first and I can tell you, I've been to hotel rooms. We have a, you know, a Keurig upstairs. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to touch all that. Once you've made your coffee, yeah. it's, you know, it's hot. It's like, it's, you're not going to. Well, a lot of the, those the things point, are made where they go into a dispenser in the back and you just empty it whenever it's full and you don't even see it. So like it's made what, purposefully not the, to do for that. For the individual serving ones, the idea is to well, be yeah. convenient. You're not trying to get well, no, but what I mean messy. is a lot of you're the machines to touch ground when you so open you're it technically just trying to box. throw it away what's well, yeah, yeah yeah there's, yeah, so, there's it's, the bigger so they're actually bypassing people's opportunity to even do that to, to say that that's something people should be doing on their own they're not pushing people to do that um but dr pepple snapple group i forgot their snapple too dr pepper Dr. Pepper Snapple Say Group. Say that three times. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. But they used to be Dr. Pepple. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they're Dr. Pepper 7-Up, I thought. This, they, all this, I have to watch the company man again on, uh, on this and see. But uh, the class action suit filed in 2018 in California further alleges that the PDF, what they use to make it with, I guess some kind of material, with the recycling materials is actually not even something that is accepted by recycling companies like whatever this material is i don't know it's one of those things it's it's so complicated for the average consumer they just like this coke can right here says recycle me but like they slap stuff on there to make people think they're doing something better but they're really not just it's that like halo effect that we talk about a lot i don't know whatever but i just i just love this song's internet opportunity to play it All right, you got anything else you want to throw out, Mr. Jesse, before we uh, finish up today? No, no, I think we've covered a lot of uh, good topics today. I agree, and we got uh, we still got some things to do today. I can't wait to take Mr. Dodger to find out if he is overweight or not. He's overweight. <laughs> All right, this is Dr. Cover Project. We'll be right back. local Las Vegas radio, Doctor Whoever is now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at DoctorWhoever.com. We finally got a delivery date on that dining table. Our dining table adventure is about to come to a close. That's what's that coming on the 20th, Mr. Jesse? Yes, that was so, random. You threw that in there randomly. No, I actually just thought about it. I'm going to have to put, put together a dining table. i got to put together this Bowflex thing. It's going to be uh, – I don't need Legos for Christmas. You know, I'm going to have uh, big people adult Legos. Well, that's good because you weren't getting any. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up, Mr. Jesse. Um, Megan the Stallion is in the news, and I have not heard anything about this 
so uh, you're going to have to probably lead this one. But I got some new stories, so how about that? Where's my hip-hop wrap-up song? Oh, we're coming. We're getting there. We're getting there. Don't you worry. This is the Broken Hip-Hop Wrap-Up on the Dr. Yummer Project. I know you are familiar with Megan the Stallion, and uh, I saw her at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. That was pretty cool. I think she's funny. She's entertaining. Um, I enjoy her, but. What I did not know is that she is uh, in a court case right now. Um, yesterday, I guess, she testified in a trial. Did she get shot? Did somebody she shoot her? She was shot in the foot. She was R- shot? R- R&B rapper Tory Lanez. She was shot in the foot by another rapper? No, an R&B, R&B singer. R&B singer? I had no idea any of this. Um, can I play the news article? Yeah. All right, let's play... Let's play this news article. Do you um do you know any, are you familiar with the um like the other person at all or are these like people that are not very known? Yeah, both of them are, are high. Rapper Tory Lanez included highly anticipated testimony today. Rapper Megan Thee Stallion arrived at a Los Angeles courthouse this morning where she testified about what she says happened on the night of July 12th, 2020. Performer Tory Lanez is accused of shooting her after a night out, but his attorney claims that he's innocent. And oh, he's a guy. Just a case of jealousy. ABC Zareen Shaw was in the courtroom today. Zareen, what did Megan say happened that night? Lindsay, it wasn't just what she said happened, it's how she said it. She was really emotional in court today. She said, this story is not just about a shooting. This story is about who I had sex with. You remember yesterday, the defense, they're really pitting her against her friend, talking about the fact that they shared intimate partners, multiple intimate partners. She said in court today, I had just done a song with Beyonce. I did something of my dreams and I was shot at. And she said, they're, they're calling this the Megan Thee Stallion trial. I am not on trial. I wish he would have killed me. If I knew I would have to go through this torture, I wish My he would have killed me. She did say a lot that was very, very important, aside from just some of the really emotional uh, things that she said. She dropped some bombs, a bombshell. She says that Tory offered her $1 million to keep quiet, he, that he said, please don't say anything. And then he told her, I was already caught with a gun. I'm on probation. She says he was not worried about her at all. Wow, really dramatic testimony there. And what did Tory's attorney tell you that their goal was for the cross-examination today? You know what, I asked him right before lunch. I said, so what's your goal? What do you hope to accomplish today? He said, we're going to show how she lies. And you could certainly tell sitting in that courtroom that that was their goal. The attorney said, the defense attorney said, you lied on national TV. Megan said, yes. He said, you lied to Detective Stockman. She said, yes. He said, you lied about having an intimate relationship with Tori. She said, yes. Look, we know that she has not been truthful about her intimate relationship this? with Tori. She now no. says. So, like, she's saying she did not have an intimate relationship with this guy. And, like, so they're trying to say that she had a relationship with this guy but what difference does it make is she got shot this is crazy 
I guess I don't follow hip hop news like that, so um, I don't follow drama. I just that, follow yeah, that's music. that's a that's a developing story, I guess. <laughs> this is Megan Thee Stallion and Dua Lipa, "Sweetest Pie." I never heard this one. Is this a good one? Well, you got anything else you want to throw out today? Are we gonna wrap it up, get ready, take these dogs to the vet, do a, maybe a holiday fun outing or something if it's nice? You know. Good. You ready to go? You got anything you want to say? Bye. All right. We're wrapping it Enjoy up. Enjoy this right. song by Megan Stallion. It's my favorite song. Alright, if you still got off with the whole show, again appreciate it so much. Go over to drherever.com to find anything you want to find out. Check us on all the different services, including Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon. Of course, public radio, Google, throw them in there just for the fun, right, Mr. Jesse? That's right. Alright. Thank you for listening. Later, peace out. See you bye. Uh-huh.